Hi everyone, and welcome to episode 4 of The Limitless Persona. Today, I am so excited to be interviewing my friend Mina, who is a digital and sketch artist who is active on social media, where she has Instagram accounts designated for both fandom and original work. Mina, which happens to actually be her pen name, is an American of Japanese descent, and so we talk about culture, our mutual love for retro anime, artistic expression, and we also talk about the evolution of the anime industry in general, and how anime has changed within their views around culture and societal influences. It was honestly a lot of fun making this because we were pretty much just fangirling behind the scenes half the time. So (laughs) it was a lot of fun and we had to take a few takes. But as always, please enjoy this episode. And as usual, be sure to follow The Limitless Persona on Instagram at The Limitless Persona for motivational quotes and for upcoming episode details. And just thank you so much, everybody, and enjoy the show. Hi, Mina. Thank you so much for being my guest on The Limitless Persona today. It's just it's so great to finally have you on my platform. So thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. This is this is great. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. So like before we begin, I want to ask you personally, what is your persona? What is the persona that you give to other people that you emit? Um, my persona? Uh, like I'm I'd say like I'm an artist like on social media is that kind of what you mean yeah exactly yeah Yeah. so I would say I'm uh, an artist and content creator like what yeah what kind of like what kind of like like style do you bring like in terms of your persona like is there a certain type of uh, vision that you give to certain people who don't know you personally that's basically the term of like persona and such oh right um, I would say overall, like when it comes to like gotcha panels, um, I try to make the comics funny. Yeah. You know, funny. So like comedy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say like for gotcha panels, that's my persona is like retro anime, of course. Retro, that's yeah. Retro anime, uh, parody, uh, satire. Oh yes, comedy, definitely. For sure. And that's how that's how you and I actually connected, and we become good friends as a result because you and I have a particular interest in this type of genre and retro and modern, even modern day anime as well. And yeah. you know, that's how we became really close. And I just I really appreciate you coming on board and just telling us telling us your story about, you know, how this all came to be and, you know, what your passion is and everything. So, you know, to yeah. start to start off, um, you're actually part Japanese and part American, correct? Yes, I yeah. am half, half Japanese. Oh, wow. Like on your mother's side? I, yes. I'm, I've heard. Yeah. My, my mother is Japanese, yes. And my dad is American. Yeah. So could, could you give us a little background as to how that all came to pass? Like how that all happened and how it came to like where you are today? <laughs> like, you know, what, first off, what was your inspiration behind, you know, retro anime and what made you create gotcha panels and, you know, kind of like give us a like scenario of how, you know, your parents met and what led everything to how it is today? Okay. Yeah. So, um, so both of my parents, uh, they're, pretty ambitious people um like my dad uh studied film like uh he moved to like he's um he uh he moved to san francisco to study film and even work with film and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and um my mom who was born in japan um she uh 
it was, I think she was already done with college and she was just working at a department store. And one of her coworkers kind of came up to her and was like, Hey, I want to go to America. You want to come with? And, <laughs> so random, so random. Right. Yeah. And my mom was just like, Sure. <laughs> so, um, so they went. And, you know, in order to go to America from Japan, like the, the fastest way is by plane. Mm-hmm. And see, so you, you know, you go over the ocean. So it goes from Japan to California. So my mom mm-hmm. ended up in California and ended up in like San Francisco area. Mm-hmm. And which is where my dad was living at the time. And actually, um, my dad was working on the movie Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, at the time. And so my mom saw the, there's like a movie set going on. And um, she was like really curious, you know, like, hey, what's going on? Like, what's the commotion, you know? And so she kind of just like walked in suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> like, just like, just, just walked in and like, uh, was like looking around. My dad saw her and like, I guess he was just interested um, and like approached her and then like asked her if she was Japanese, like in like, Japanese. So she's Nihonjin Deska. Yes. Nihonjin Deska. Nihonjin Deska. <laughs> and uh, she was so like taken back by this, like surprised, you know? She was just like, uh, yes. <laughs> At the time, could your mother speak English fluently or? Um, you know? I'm not sure. I mean, she said yes in English. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, yeah, at the starting point. <laughs> You're right. Um, yeah, I, I think she knew enough English, obviously, to go to the, come to the U.S. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure exactly like how well her English was back then because that was a long time ago. Yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, so then I guess that's just where they just kind of hung out and stuff. And, Aww. Yeah. And then I, I, so I was born in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then eventually when I was one years old, we, uh, we moved to where I am at right now. Um, I mean, I don't live with my parents anymore, but I'm still like in the same state. Yeah. You're still in Michigan state. Yes. Yep. 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 And, yep. uh, yeah. So like growing up with, um, a Japanese mother, um, I, and also, well, yeah, we growing up with a Japanese mother, so obviously, like, I had a lot of Japanese culture, like, in my mm-hmm. life, you know, like, food, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and, like, TV and stuff like that. Yeah, that's um, so great. That's enviable. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> many I, people will be like, wow, I'm envious, I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, like, um, you know, so, like, Gachaman, which is, like, what my Gachaman. my yes. gacha panels is all about. Um, that was a, a big one that I watched a lot as a kid, me and my and brother. For those, and for those of you, you who aren't aware, Gachaman is a classic anime series from nineteen the early 1970s that's about to yes. celebrate its 50th anniversary this year. This year! So, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, it's crazy how you and I were both born in, like, 98, 99, and we know what Gachaman is, and we still follow it. And it's so... It's it's still so trend setting even as as a classic anime. So oh yeah, I mean yeah. it's so iconic. Like yes, very just the oh. the designs and everything. Like yes, yes, the characters. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah. So like my brother and I, we watched a lot of Gachman as kids. Um, 
And just like some other like more modern anime as well. I mean, that's probably why I watch anime now is because of my mom. Yes. Um, and she and she grew up with Gachamon, correct? Yes, she did. Yeah, she watched. Yeah, she watched Gachamon as a kid. Um, she watched. She liked a lot, of, um, like Kamen Rider and Ultraman. Yes. yes. Stuff like that. Yeah, the real shonen, you know, kind of boyish. Uh, yes. <laughs> genres <laughs> for the time, you know. Yeah, but. my mom was really into the the boyish shows, I guess, and I, <laughs> I was quite the tomboy as a kid myself. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I just love that. Um, that is so great. That is yeah. So great. So, so um, yeah. Oh yeah, and then kind of like going on to like how gacha panels kind of like came up Mm -hmm. um and i only started it um about a year ago or actually a little over a year ago on instagram um because like when my brother and i would watch gachaman as a kid we only had like the first eight episodes on like dvd it was Mm -hmm. like the the battle of planets oh yeah except Except we didn't watch the the Battle of the Planets version. We watched the Japanese version because thank oh, goodness it had yeah. the Japanese version on there. Yeah. Battle of the Planets, G Force. You know, um, no offense to anybody, but those were kind of cringe looking back at it. <laughs> Especially yeah. like the American adaptions of a lot of retro anime was very cringe. Except Speed Racer, that was pretty good for the time. <laughs> oh yeah, I would say like Speed Racer was, de- was decent. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'd say it was pretty good. I mean, the voice yeah, acting was yeah. kind of, eh, but overall, <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But looking back, how do you feel anime has changed from you know back during like the mid twentieth, mid twentieth century to even to now, like the sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties to just twenty first century? How do you feel like it's you know? Do you think it's changed in a good way, in a bad way? Do you think like what is the progress in terms of anime? that you have noticed mm. firsthand. Yeah. Um, so when I watch like any like newer anime and then like kind of compare it to like older stuff, actually it's more like the other way around. Cause like I've watched a lot of like newer stuff, but then whenever I watch older anime, I notice it's like, Oh, there are still some, uh, I guess characteristics or like quirks about anime back then that, is still kind of used like right even now like one of the things that anime just love doing is like characters saying each other's names dramatically yeah dramatically dramatically. like (laughs) i would say mina and then you would say you know like ariel yeah like (laughs) so dramatically like it was just so funny you know looking back it's just so overly dramatic but that's really how they saw the world around them at the time right and, and like you still kind of see that even in like newer anime you know it's just like whenever they're like two characters are having like a moment you know like, exactly. one, of them, like one of them says something really profound and then the other one just like oh like then says their name <laughs> <laughs> like it's like usually that romantic scene or just mm-hmm. like that really that weird that weird um bromance scene <laughs> oh my gosh yeah <laughs> Yeah. yeah yeah um as far as like changes though i mean i think anime has changed so much oh very you know? much in um, terms of you know how they even animated back in the day mm-hmm. even now you know it's very i mean i don't think a lot has changed but in terms of you know the cells the animation just the process is very different i'm pretty sure 
everything's oh, more computerized. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, like now it's all like computer and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I like a lot of the changes, whether it's like process, like of like animations or um, just like story wise, like. Mm-hmm. I think it's all changed. I would say mostly for like the better, you know, because it's not like you want to get like stuck in the past. Exactly. You know, the exactly. old ways. You have to things, progress, right? Exactly, because exactly, things get like outdated, and so it's like mm-hmm. you kind of obsolete, to, right? <laughs> obsolete. Yeah, right. Like yeah. art style, and then just yeah, like yeah, yeah. just certain th- like th- like um like societal kind of like norms exactly you know like everything changes a lot of time like tastes people's tastes change people's you know attitudes towards certain things change like that's why in a lot of classic anime you see from the 70s and 80s there's probably a lot of social things that are really taboo that we wouldn't do because it would kind of be be discriminatory towards females or discriminatory towards people of color or discriminatory towards other things right and that's that's you know that's another uh part of progress that anime has has overcome you know in terms of their topics around certain cultural uh dynamics as well right exactly yeah i was actually thinking that too because like in gachaman you know like ken's like you know he'll slap june and stuff yes there's a lot of um sexism and like control factors and a lot of retro anime yeah so you know and and as a woman as as a young woman that kind of made me uncomfortable so to speak and i felt badly for the female characters as a result oh Mm. yeah i mean i like only recently like fully watched all of gachman like maybe like uh, like two years ago like because i finally got the dvds and stuff so like watching stuff like that like seeing ken like slap june you know i was like i was like oh (laughs) oh like speed racer oh yeah i was like what (laughs) what is this (laughs) yeah like yeah it's just it was very cringe just to look back at it it's like wow yeah (laughs) and it was kind of i was like getting mad i was like i was getting heated i was like what is this guy doing what does this boy think he is exactly exactly and it's like it's like you you like like to be a japanese kid during the time it was airing in japan during like the early and mid 70s mm-hmm. it was like 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 did, did did it didn't it impact them in a way like do you think they're like oh i can treat my girlfriend or boyfriend this way like oh i can do this like I, you know honestly like, probably yeah probably i mean yeah, yeah. that's they're uh, like oh yeah that's okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> like jeez <laughs> yeah yeah so like in terms of like your japanese culture and your japanese roots like mm-hmm. uh, like um how like how do you connect with it like are you still very much connected to the culture like do you speak japanese like what is the whole um scenario regarding that oh yeah i would say i have a very deep appreciation for japanese culture like my my japanese heritage you know like i'm very proud of it um and i Great. still like very close to it you know like i own a yukata for anyone that doesn't know what a yukata is it's like a kimono except it's uh for like wearing it's thinner it's like for wearing during the summer yeah i was gonna say like summertime like festivities like you know yeah like like, any of those like summer festival like anime yeah exactly that's, (laughs) that's what those are so like i own i own one of those um um yeah, and like food, Japanese food, I love Japanese food. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, what's like, your favorite cuisine? Um, like? <laughs> I I would say my favorite food is actually sushi. 
which I love, yeah. I love sushi. And I know it's kind of like, oh, basic, you know, like that's obviously, <laughs> but I, I just, I don't know. I love, I just love sushi. Like what um, kind? What kind of sushi? I would say, ooh, I would say salmon. is. Oh, like, I love salmon. Like, yeah, like um, yeah. the nigiri kind ooh, of yeah. sushi. So it's like just yeah. rice with raw fish on top, like the oh, classic yes. sushi. Yeah. I love that's. Yeah, Love we need it. to go sushi. We need to go to a sushi bar together. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we have to. It's it's gonna happen. But it's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And can you can you speak Japanese at all? Or uh, unfortunately, no. I cannot speak it fluently. I I wish I did. I actually used to like when I was like two or three years old. I used to oh, be okay. able to speak it fluently because yeah. um, we used to go to Japan a little more often. Oh. Um, just because it was more affordable for one thing, yeah. And yeah. you know, yeah. my especially... like, yeah, especially now, and yeah. <laughs> with COVID and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my grandma on my mom's side, uh, she lives in Japan, and so like, we what, visit what her. Part? What, what prefecture? Uh, what she prefecture? lives in Nagoya. Nagoya. Okay. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we had like stay at her apartment and stuff. And I, I guess because I was, you know, I was a kid, I was very little and. You know, they say it's much easier for younger, really young kids to learn languages. Yeah, that is true. I don't think anyone actually taught me Japanese. I just picked it up. You picked it up? Yeah. yeah. I just picked it up and I was speaking it. Like, I was talking Mm -hmm. to my grandma and stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But then eventually, (laughs) like, when we came back to the U.S. and then kind of, like, stayed, like, didn't go back to Japan for a while, I ended up losing that. um, Yeah. Yeah. Just because... Uh, my mother didn't keep speaking Japanese to me, yeah. Which you know that was her own decision, and that's you know it's okay, it's fine. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> I can, I can yeah. always learn the language again. You know. Oh yes, like do you do you plan on taking classes soon, learning more about it? Like you know, speaking with your mom more in Japanese and yeah. Um, I haven't really like made any decisions yet about like when exactly but i think i probably should soon like sooner yeah. than later especially because like i want to make like actual like manga like comics oh, oh yes mangaka you want to be a mangaka yeah and i mean yeah. i'm gonna still publish in like english but to be honest i would love if they became like anime you know oh, of course and i would yeah. like to be able to communicate with like studios in japan oh. you know and that's a good segue to the question i was about to ask you you oh, know yes. as a as a creator, you know, as someone who has their own stories and everything, mm-hmm. uh, there is a particular animation studio that, you know, is kind of like restrictive on getting outside concepts from different types of people. And they're only looking for different um, concepts through already formed production companies and studios. And what is your view on that? Do you feel like that's fair? Do you feel like that kind of uh it's kind of like it kind of shortens the broad the broad uh perspective of like new ide- new ideas new approaches to different concepts like what is your i guess as an anime creator what is your um perspective on it mm, yeah i mean it is pretty like narrow-minded i guess mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. because i I know that there's lots of people out there that they don't like work for any big companies or anything that have like great ideas, you know, mm-hmm. like maybe some are artists or some are just writers, you know, and like mm-hmm. they all like some of them have great ideas, you know. Mm-hmm. So if like, you know, like how else are they going to get their idea out there or how else is like a studio going to create like more 
great content if they don't listen to those people you know exactly like and if they're only like oh i only want to hire people that already work at a company it's just like i feel like there's gonna be no growth the yeah yeah there's not gonna be any growth like not only for like just um the people the individuals with the ideas themselves but also like this the companies the studios you know like exactly you gotta hire more people in, like from the outside. It can't just be from within each other, you know. Exactly. <laughs> you you run out of ideas like really, really quickly. Oh in, yeah. In that type of sure. thing. Like you're just like you're just kinda like rehashing the same crap over and over again. Right. <laughs> just with different titles. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, and also another thing I was going to say is that the anime industry is very, very, very competitive too oh yeah and not a lot of people are able to get their big breaks so i feel as if like you know allowing different people to express their concepts to certain you know animation studios would you know help ease like lessen the burden of competition like it's very cutthroat you know what i mean right and um yeah that's that's really i just feel like you know there's not a lot of uniqueness in terms of like business it just business in terms of everything uh, any corporation in terms of entertainment anime or just whatever it's it's not human anymore it's you know stone, stone cold it's, exactly it's just yeah. no one no one really cares personally it's just about this exchange how much yen or money you're going to make regarding this mm-hmm. and you know go, go, it either sinks or it either swims so right, and yeah. it's just that's not that's not really what the creators of anime really really wanted the original creators like i'm talking about like osamu tezuka or like a Tatsuo Yoshida, like all the, oh, yeah. like, the you, know, yeah. you know, even Hayao Miyazaki. I'm not sure if that's really what he truly kind of envisioned for anime even today, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, I haven't really like read anything about their views about that stuff, but mm-hmm. I mean, I think you're right. I mean, yeah, like, especially like back then, you know, because there wasn't as much like, you know, yeah, they're talking about, like, Osamu Tezuka, you know, like, there was, like, he, he was, like, one of the first people to start making manga, you know, so there mm-hmm. wasn't a whole lot of, like, competition or, like, big corporations about, like, trying to make money off of it. It was more just, like, making a story and sharing it with everyone. Yeah, exactly. And that's what, that's what it was all about, mm-hmm. you know? And just like sharing it from a Japanese perspective. And I think that's why it really became very, very popular in so many different other countries. That's why it became such a, a, a grand scale, like multi-million dollar industry anime in general, because it's just, it's a different way to look at the world around. Yeah. You, you know, it's like, a, it's like a good escape, you know, from your own troubles and your own culture. And like, you look at another thing and it's like, oh, you know, I can, I can make a fan base out of this. I can make this or that out of this. And I think that's like really important as well oh yeah like a community you know exactly exactly a community is exactly what it is it's definitely one of the things that i'm really grateful about starting gotcha panels you know yeah Um, Yeah, if you never did that we wouldn't have met and had this lovely episode (laughs) yeah for sure and like i mean if i i mean who knows if i had didn't start gotcha panels i might not have started my you know my mina sun art account for my original stuff like yes yeah i don't i don't know (laughs) <laughs> yeah who knows what would happen if i just didn't you know <laughs> exactly and like what like what's on the horizon for you like what are your plans besides like being a mangaka like are you like developing any new stories like what are your what does the future look like for mina okay yeah um so i only recently like kind of started kind of like developing this pen name i guess um okay, yeah 
because like the account, the new account I made on Instagram, I only started like, what was that, like about a week ago? Yeah. Very recently. Um, yeah. So it's kind of funny. Like I have created a lot of like original characters for like years. Um, I would say ever since like I was like, gra- like ever since I graduated high school and I was about to start college, I suddenly really got into like art and drawing and I was like, That's great. Ooh, I, I was like, I'd like to make, um, anime, you know, but I don't, I was like, I don't know how to animate and I don't know if I want to completely take the time to learn how to animate. I mean, yeah. maybe yeah. someday, but I was like, for now I could make comics, you know? Yeah. And so like I had drawn like original characters like years ago and like created stories. I have a whole notebook full of just like different ideas. Um, yeah, which I, I mean, I was kind of struggling with art because I'm not naturally good at it. Like I have to work. I've had oh, yeah. to really you have work to practice hard. At everything, you know. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, but like I've had like classmates. That I like I watch them draw and they're just so good at it. Like just so naturally good at it. And I'm like, damn, I wish I could be that never good, compare but... yourself. You know, it's your own journey, yeah. like your own process. You know, That's they have true. their own process. You have your own journey ahead right. of you, and just you know, keep doing what you're doing, and just keep creating, and just you know, yeah. just. I just look forward to more gotcha panels and gotcha oh, panels yeah. is basically it's a parody of gotcha Mon of yeah. the anime series and um, <laughs> yeah it's I mean, hilarious and yeah <laughs> thank you yeah uh gotcha panels um I um once I start like really working on my original stuff um they'll probably I probably won't be posting quite as much on gotcha panels but okay I have said before on a post I have said before like like I eventually want to start making comics of my own like characters and stuff. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I'm going to be like gone. Like I'll still post on gotch panels. It probably won't be as often, but like I'll still be here, you know, like I yeah. won't be going away. So Yes, of course. And I just I look forward to you just like creating more content for both gotcha panels and minasan art and it was just, it's just like it's just such so great to have you as a friend and just like just keep creating Aww. keep doing what you're doing and i just i really appreciate our blossoming friendship yeah everything. yeah this is great as far as like um my original stuff right now i'm only in the concept phase and like a lot of the um a lot of the s- stories and stuff i created i kind of like put off because i was like busy like with other stuff personal just kinda life like, yeah. yeah yeah I was kind of more just like like oh I don't know if I could do art you know like I can't guarantee it so I should like go to college for something that'll give me like money you and know and what did you go to college for actually um I originally went to college for pharmacy okay um but I'm not good at math <laughs> <laughs> neither am I um <laughs> so I I ended up switching my major to psychology which okay. is what I got my bachelor's in, mm-hmm. and I don't regret it. Uh, I'm I'm glad that I've yeah, like like, like I you had told psychology. me, like you had told me, you know, it helps for character development and helps to just like yeah, figure out it, what really gets into your characters' heads. You know, it really it really does because like right now, um, like the current story that I'm working on that I got like super motivated suddenly to work on, um, is, um, I would say it's a lot of psychological stuff because the story is. Uh, like a death game oh yeah like a survival yeah. kind of thing kind of like a squid so, game um, influence right yes yeah, yeah squid kind of like squid game a little more different kind of 
concept. Okay. Um, but the, I mean, I would say similar concept, but like, you know, just some different stuff, you know, I don't want to like copy it oh, or oh. anything, but I feel like, okay. So one thing I do want to point out every, so every concept is kind of influenced by something else. Okay. So like it takes, in terms of Gachamon, like you have like Power Rangers, you have like, uh, oh, yeah, Voltron, yeah. you have all these different things. And it's like <laughs> without Gachamon, there probably would be none of those other animes as a result. You know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Good point. That is true. That is true. <laughs> I mean, you kind of think about like, um, like Astro Boy, you know, yes. and then like there's Mega Man after that, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. like Mega Man and Astro Boy are like really similar, uh-huh. you know, and then mm-hmm. I'm sure Mega Man had a lot of inspiration from Astro Boy. Yes. Stuff like that, yeah. yeah. Which I do this, you know, I've done a lot with like some of my other characters. I base them off of like other characters or even like real people. Yeah stuff like that you know yeah a lot of art Um, is just like influenced by people's life experiences and everything and yeah yeah and just everything's just a journey you gotta take it like one step at a time and yeah and just like mina thank you so much for just being my guest today it was it was so fun to just chat with you about just personal things that we just genuinely bond over and love and it's just like thank you for letting this be an episode of the limitless persona it just it means oh, a lot it's an honor. it means a lot it's an honor <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, that's <laughs> but all right everybody thank you so much for listening and if you want to check out more of mina's artwork and you know content on instagram check gotcha panels and yeah amina can you give them the the um the usernames oh yeah so gotcha panels is just gotcha panels that's there's no <laughs> like there's no underscores or anything added to it um and then nina sun art is a uh, nina underscore sun underscore art and I have both handles attached to each bio. Okay, good. So if you find one of them, you'll, you'll find, find the, other. the other one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just, all right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. And once again, this is Ariel Norman and Mina signing off. Bye. Matane. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>